Welcome to another episode of Insider. This is Delaney Caulfield, the host of the hour. Um, I'm here today with Scott Radley, spectator sports writer. You may be familiar with the Sundrim Golf Course. For half a century, that was the name of the course right on Highway 6, just outside of Caledonia. Not a bad place to play, but not spectacular. Five years and $25 million later, Buzz is building about a course with a lofty goal to become the permanent home of the RBC Canadian Open. Scott, thanks for joining us today. No problem. A few big names are associated with the club. Can you tell us a bit about who is behind it? So the fam, the club is originally was um, Gary McKay, who used to be a sports writer here, described it as a mom and pa operation for about 50 years. And then uh, Ken Hill and Jerry Montour, who are local business people in on the Six Nations Reserve, and their families bought it and have now started pouring money into this thing. And they have started completely, the plan is to completely redo this from being a place that had a an old barn for a clubhouse and it's still standing there although apparently it smells like horse pee and has oh. bugs all over the place but uh, that's going to be torn down but they, they have just turned this they are in the process of turning this into this massive luxurious course and clubhouse and kind of in the middle of nowhere right yeah you describe it as uh, being 600 square feet what would you think that would compare to in terms of clubhouse sizes at major courses across North America? So not 600 and not 600,000. 600,000 would be a very big clubhouse. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> like a nine Costco warehouse. <laughs> uh, it's 60,000 square feet. 60, but it's, it is, gotcha. Uh, I was there today. It is, well, they started out with it going to be 25 million. And they said that... So, Things have been added to it. Mm -hmm. They didn't say what the total cost is now, except that it's more than that. And it is, it's about like 90% done. And it's, you're looking going, this is a wow. nice clubhouse. Yeah. And they've got PGA quality dressing rooms and they've got restaurants and they've got golf simulators and they've got, like, like it is a night, you go to a lot of golf courses, this is way beyond 95% of golf courses yeah. what you're looking at. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Uh, how secure do you think is golf investment in this area with the game that's transitioning in terms of falling memberships in a saturated southern Ontario market? Well, so it, it's an interesting question because here's what they're doing. They built the clubhouse and they've kind of gone about this maybe a little backwards from a lot of places. A lot of places would fix up the course and then do the clubhouse. They've done the clubhouse first. They can start to have banquets and things. But they are about to spend Again, they won't say the amount, but millions more to really rebuild the whole course. The course is okay mm. right now. They want to turn it into a professional level championship course, which means lengthening it, digging it up, putting in all kinds of new stuff. It's going to be a huge, huge, huge investment, which goes to your question about the idea of, well, who's playing? Mm -hmm. Have and there you are, played on the course before? I haven't played on the course no, okay. before, but there are... There are courses that have struggled. There are courses that have folded, that have closed up. The thing, though, that seems to always exist is if it's a great course, if you can build a great course, people will come and play. And they will pay exorbitant money mm -hmm. to pay. And it depends what your definition of exorbitant is. I think Hamilton Golf and Country Club, it's like 200 bucks to play around. Now, most of it's members, but they never have a problem getting guests to come on there. Uh, Pebble Beach, I was talking to someone, Pebble Beach is where the U.S. Open just was down in California, and it's like 500 U.S. around, which is out of my wow. golf budget, but people flock down there, and they will go and play two or three rounds in a weekend. It's, it's their thing, and they don't have any problem. So if you have a great course, 
People don't want, they either want to pay 20 bucks just to play somewhere that they can whack the ball around, it doesn't really matter, or they want to pay the big bucks on a fantastic course. It's the middle courses that have right. had the trouble. So basically what you're saying is if you build it, they will come. If you build it well, they will come. They will come, all right. And so if they can turn this, and, and again, if they can match the level of the course here to what they've done with the clubhouse, mm -hmm. which is an if, we haven't seen it yet, I think they'll be fine because A, their greens fees are not very expensive, shockingly. I think it was 40 bucks, 48 bucks, something like that very for 18 holes, yeah. which is not a high price. No, that's now. We'll see what happens when they get, if they get the course really done up. But, but if they could keep it even 60 bucks, 70 bucks, and they can turn it into a pro-level course, they will have no shortage of people coming out there. It'll be jammed if that's what they can do. But I keep coming back to that one word, if. There's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff yet to be done before they get there. They, they, they'll have banquets coming out their ears. They'll have weddings coming out the yin-yang now because of that facility. But they've got to get the course to that level. Right on. Cool. So it sounds like it would be really good for Hamilton if this, if this did happen. It would be good for Hamilton probably. It would be, now that the other point is they've, they've thrown out this idea of the Canadian Open. That is... That is probably still a long shot because mm. the level, you're talking about bringing in the Canadian Open we just had here two weeks ago. You had four of the world's top six players here. I mean, the best players in the world. You can't hold an Open on a course that's easy, that's not really good, that's not really challenging. And so they have a very high bar that they're going to have to reach when they redesign this to get to the point where the PGA Tour and the Canadian Open folks will say, you know what, yeah, this is a course that would really challenge Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson and these guys. That is a huge question mark right now. But they're saying, if we do this that we think we're going to do, that's a logical next step to say, hey, let's maybe have the Canadian Open here. Let's see if they'll come and do it. And Golf Canada, which is the governing body of golf in this country, They've been looking for a new home because Glen Abbey is now potentially going to be developed. That's All right. their stuff there is going to go away. And they're saying, look, we've got lots of space. You want to build an office here? You want to build facilities? we got lots of land. We can do something here. So it's, it, it is a lofty aspiration. I'm, I'm not prepared at this point to be putting money down that that's going to happen, <laughs> but it's something to shoot for. Absolutely it is, yeah. Now, another name associated with the development, Lauren Lieberman, formerly of Festival of Friends. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about the entertainment aspect of this development? Well, he is not there as sort of a Festival of Friends capacity. He works uh, with the company, with the, um, the company that's involved. His title, I can't even remember the title that he gave me. It was a, um, it was a funny name that he gave me. It's on his business card, and <laughs> it's like a Latin name, um, sort of tongue, half tongue-in-cheek. But he is, so he's a guy who has those connections to entertainment. We saw with the Canadian Open here a few weeks ago with the concerts and stuff. I don't think that would have anything, I don't think he would be in that role. I think he is simply right now a spokesman, a worker for the company, helping to get this thing finished. And I think that other than that, I think all those connections to Festival of Friends and everything else, I think that would be irrelevant when it came to actually getting this thing running. Right on. Well, Scott, thank you very much for being here. For The Insider, this has been Delaney Caulfield.